Hey now. Welcome back to Shakedown Stream on this August 17th, 2021 episode of Shakedown Stream. I'm Jer Beer and we got live Grateful Dead coming up right here on MVY Radio. Right on. Let's catch up with the Grateful Dead at Shoreline, August 17th, 1991, 30 years ago. Right on. I'm on it that way 
forgotten space Your eyes looked in your mother's face Wildflower seed in the sand Maybe thought we'd throw you home again Roll away, the dew Roll away, roll away the dew Tell you where the Falklands dwell Franklin's tower that hangs a bell They can ring turn night to day And ring like fire if you lose your way Child that rings that bell. But have one goodness, baby, you can't tell. One watch by night, one watch by day. You get confused, listen to the music play.
Some come to laugh and pass away Some come to make it just one more day Whichever way your pleasure takes You play an ice, even a harvest wind
All right. What a superb way to open up this week's Shakedown stream with a Help Slip Franks. That's right. Franklin's Tower out of Slipknot out of Help on the Way. And for all you who are waiting for your vaccine, help is on the way. Speaking of which, the folks of Dead and Company, which will have already started, they started their first show uh, yesterday, 816. But just so you know, if you're going to one of the shows, if you are a ticket holder, they have put together a COVID-19 protocol. So heads up, they will require ticket holders to provide proof of full vaccination or negative COVID-19 diagnostic tests within 48 hours prior to entry. So, yeah, this is what they say. Requiring vaccinations and testing is one of the best ways to protect the health and safety of our band, crew, and fans. There are no exceptions to these policies. Right on. I dig it. You know what? It's good to have a good time. We have good times with appropriate boundaries and so forth. You can dance here, but you can't dance there. You can dance over there. You can dance over here. You can do, but you got to do it like this. So everybody's cool. I was checking out uh, some videos of uh, fish fans in Atlantic City, and they're like in the ocean dancing. The stage is right there. It looked pretty cool. I was wondering like, man, what's the protocol here? But it's good, right? Dead and company are finally going to play. Things have changed, but they're addressing it. Well, yeah, that helps with Franklin's is from uh, Shoreline, August 17, 1991, 30 years ago. The Dead did a three-night stand at Shoreline, and uh, August 17th is the middle show. And uh, I'm listening to these shows a little bit differently because I know that Garcia had just gotten out of rehab and was doing the methadone program. And uh, he's sounding really good there. And, of course, Bruce Hornsby is all over it, sounding really good. We'll get back to that, more of that. But right now I want to do some Dead from 50 years ago. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream.
know in spite of all that you gain, you still have to stand out in the pouring rain. One last voice is calling you, and I guess it's time you go. Just one thing I ask of you It's just one thing for me Please forget you knew my name My darling Sugar Shake it, shake it, sugar don't tell them that you know me Shake it, shake it, sugary Just don't tell them that you There's the Grateful Dead doing Sugary from 815-71. The Dead at the Berkeley Community Theater in Berkeley, California. That's the fifth Sugary ever performed by the Grateful Dead. A new tune that would appear on Garcia's first solo album. Before the Sugary, we heard a Cumberland Blues and Mr. Charlie. Also, uh, a song that we would associate or should associate with Sugary. The two songs debuted at the same show, 731-71. And Mr. Pigpen would play Mr. Charlie like a Swiss watch. I mean, he did it like all the time. Good tune. Always tight, right? And then we heard a playing in the band still. A new tune for the dead. 
not quite a transportation song yet, but you could tell it, it's going to be. Right on. The Dead did two shows, 814, 815, 1971. I'm very fond, and I think everybody else is, of 814. 815 seems like the same show, but maybe a little bit more tired. Uh, but I do want to play some of the material from the second set where they step out and jam. Right on. As you know, the Dead are going to be, uh, they've announced this big, beautiful uh box that's going to be coming out like 22 cds but it's shows from st louis 1971 72 73 and they just posted uh it's not really a video but it, it's kind of like a video but um of one of the mr charlie's from 12 10 71 you know Pigpen would get sick you know and that's when the dead would start looking for another piano player, Keith Gaucho. Yeah, Pigpen, you know, he drank too much. If you drink too much, uh, yeah, your uh, your liver gets, your liver can't can't deal with that. But anyway, what a great guy, right, Mr. Pigpen? Speaking of which, I was reading something, you know, like the Billboard charts, and they were saying that the latest Dave's Picks release uh, came in at number three for sales, which is interesting because that release, all of the Dave's Picks releases are of a finite number. There's only 25,000, and they said they already sold 22,000. I don't know. What does that all mean? Except that people were buying it. But, you know, the Dave's Picks, they go pretty quickly. Every once in a while, there's one that maybe goes a little slowly, but for the most part, people buy them up. Why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, so it's interesting, right? So as we get to this part of the summer, it's starting to get a little dark. From some of us, uh, it starts to trigger some things in us. So it's important to uh, stay healthy, stay, you know, get the light box out. Get the uh, endorphins running. Hang out with good folks, barbecue, and turn up the music. <laughs> right on. It's simple. Hey, so our featured show this week, we're going to be doing 818-1991. Last week, we did an 81 show. Before that, a 71 show. I think we're due for a 1991 show. And of the three, I kind of like this one, 818. And so that's what we'll play. Before that, let's do... Let's do two more. Let's close off our first hour set right here on MVY Radio with 817-1991, The Grateful Dead.
seven weeks Too hard to even speak now Did you hear what I just heard? It might have been a bit
We'll be back in just a little bit. Well, right on. Grateful Dead closing out with The Music Never Stopped. Before that, Tennessee Jet. You better head back. That one is going out to my friend Jim, my little Buddhist friend down there in Tennessee. Right on. I hope you're doing well. Well, cool. Yeah, man, we're still savoring the good old summer, summer season. I guess Saturn is doing cool things and so is Jupiter, but hey, either way, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing. So yeah, man, crazy things, crazy things going on, but we still got the Grateful Dead and we have our freak flag in the ground. And, uh, yeah, so what I want to do, I'm going to feature 818-1991. I've done the other two shows from 91. And it's funny, the more that I listen to the shows, the more that I collect, recollect, get the upgrades, and then read and read some more and study, that I get a better uh, understanding of these shows. Certainly these shows from August of 1991, what they must have meant for the dead and what they must have meant for Jerry Garcia. You know, a year before, the Grateful Dead didn't play at all in August of 1990 because Brent Midland had just died and overdosed and uh, a traumatic uh, experience or event for the Grateful Dead. It, it changed the trajectory big time. And so here we are a year later and, and, and the dead have two new, uh, you know, they have uh, Vince Welnick on keyboards, the guy from the tubes. And then here's Bruce Hornsby, who is really great with the Grateful Dead on his big old piano. Well, I just found this uh, in the MVY studio last week. Uh, this is uh, a new release from a band called the Flatlanders from an album called Treasure of Love. You may be familiar with these guys, but they cover this song, which is a song that the Grateful Dead covered. And I thought we should do this. Check it out right here on MVY Radio. She's got everything she needs She's an artist, she don't look back She's got everything she needs She's an artist, she don't look back She can take the dark out of the night time And paint the daytime black You will start out standing Proud to steal anything she sees Start out standing Proud to steal her anything she sees But you will wind up Peeking to her keyhole Down up on your knees She wears an Egyptian ring Sparkles before she speaks She wears an Egyptian ring That sparkles before she speaks She's a hypnotist collector You are a walking antique 
Dylan song and as you know the Grateful Dead covered that tune definitely in 1985 I think even way back in the 60s but uh, it was a tune that the Dead would do uh, one of the many uh, Bob Dylan songs that the Grateful Dead covered but anyway that this band is called the Flatlanders from a new album called Treasure of Love came out in 2021 it was recorded in Dripping Springs Texas Joe Eli, Jimmy Dale, Butch Hancock, Lloyd Maines, Robbie Gersho, Gary Herman, Jimmy Petit, Rat Mansky, and Raphael Gelo. Forgive me if I don't pronounce the names correctly. That's why I would never be a newscaster, certainly not a sportscaster. I uh, don't always pronounce the names correctly. But if I meet you, I'd be happy to uh, ask you how to say it correctly. I like that. Uh, they cover lots of songs. Uh, Johnny Cash. Uh, they do Sitting on Top of the World. Maybe we'll listen to that in a couple weeks. But uh, this is good. The Flatlanders. Yeah, check it out. All right, let's get back to our um, The Grateful Dead and let's do our featured show. As I said earlier, the dead did a three-night stand in uh, Mountain View, California at the shoreline. Before that, they did three nights in Sacramento. I think these shows are considered much better. They break out a dark star in the first set on the first night. And you may be wondering, why are we not listening to that show? But even though the dark star is pretty cool for a first set and it's very kind of novel, I don't know if it's really, you know, performed uh, to the expectations of any dark star, certainly from 1972 or 1969. But this, I think, is a good show. It's a really interesting uh, groupings of songs. And I think the, the boys are cooking at this point. Right on. 
Let's get right to it. This is a Grateful Dead. 30 years ago, right here on Shakedown Stream.
pretender. Somehow, baby, got hard as a kiss. With your back, where the cool box suspenders.
tell everybody, but I could not get across. I want to be your lover, baby. I don't want to be a ball. Say, I didn't warn you. Well, this job I got is a little too hard. Oh, running out of money, Lord, I need more pay. Gonna wake up in the morning, Lord, I'm gonna pack my bag. Gonna beat his heart down. Well, I'm going down the line, going down the line, going down the line. Oh, my. Oh, my. Set the code, my. Set the code, my. 
streets of Rome are filled with rubble. Ancient footprints are everywhere. Well, you could almost think that you're seeing double on a cold, dark night on the Spanish stairs. Sweet. 
in just a little bit. All right. Grateful Dead closing off the first set. Johnny Be Good. 818-91, The Dead at Shoreline. Pretty rockin'. Before that, Stagger Lee. Then we heard a When I Paint My Masterpiece. A really nice one. And then we heard West L.A. Fade Away. Beat it on down the line. With 18 opening notes. We'll get back to that. And then we heard It Takes a Lot to Laugh, But It Takes a Train to Cry. Out of C.C. Ryder. Very nice. And then Jack Rowe out of Hell in a Bucket. Hell in a Bucket opener for this show it from uh, Mountain View, California. The last of the three-night run. So if you could hear it, you probably should listen to it again, but uh, one thing about Beat It On Down the Line is they usually open, and it's been said, and actually it's kind of true, that let's say that they play it in the month of May, they would do that opening five times. But you could hear Billy Kreutzman yell out, 18, which is absurd. One, you got to count it out. 18 is a lot to count out, especially for Bobby Weir. And um, I don't think they've ever done that before. Usually it's you know, maybe 12 times at the most for the month of December. And then, of course, Bobby flubs it right, right when he's supposed to go into the song. Uh, but Bruce Hornsby does this nice little piano riff right near the end of the tune, which keeps the tune going. And then, of course, C.C. Ryder uh, and then Into Train to Cry. The Dead had played that earlier on June 24th, 91. That's Sandstone in Kansas. And then on 5-12-91 for the first time, also in Shoreline. And they would go on to play it again uh, two more times uh, for the fall tour out on the East Coast. And maybe another time in 92, but... This one, 818, is probably the best one I've heard. I mean, he just, Garcia just drops into it out of C.C. Ryder. I mean, it was smooth, like seamless, like like a Swiss watch. Very nice. This is a good show. Very upbeat, a lot of energy, and Bruce Hornsby is driving this. He is good. He is on. One of the things I just read about uh, in reading about this show, uh, Rick Griffin, the famous 1960s poster artist. He's the one who did the artwork for the cover of the Grateful Dead album, Oxymox Soa, which is this amazing artwork. I mean, it has all the psychedelic cycles and peaks and valleys that you would get on any psychedelic trip right there on the album cover. But he was in a motorcycle accident on his Harley in Petaluma, California on August 15th. Was not wearing a helmet. And died on 8-18-1991. Yeah, if you ever see any of his other poster art, he did it for Quicksilver Messenger Service. Uh, he did it for the human being. I mean, he was you know very famous uh, 60s poster artist. Hung out with Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters. Uh, I think he liked Kool-Aid, the different flavors. Remember when we were kids, we had Kool-Aid. Mom would get the little packet 
I say mom because I don't think dad ever came home with the Kool-Aid packets. And then, you know, you would open it up and you had to add sugar. When I was a kid, I think the first time I ever opened one up, I was like, oh my God, this tastes horrible. What's going on? You had to add the sugar. And then you had the fun. Add the sugar, get the fun. That's how it works. Who cares about the color? Uh, if color doesn't have sugar, then, you know, it's not very colorful. But cool, I'm digging this 81891. I hope you are too. I've already kind of got a sense of the set list of the first Dead and Company show. It's funny, man. Some of us have been doing this for a long time. We've been collecting shows. We're big deadheads. We're a little cuckoo about it. And there's different levels of the cuckoo-ness. Uh, you know, my wife, when we were courting, you know, we would talk and she'd ask me questions and we kind of had this little bond. But after being married a while, like, you know, like I'm in the doghouse about how cuckoo I am. She's like, sometimes she'll catch me talking to her about shows and things that I'm, that I, you know, because I'm always collecting. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> she doesn't, <laughs> she likes the music, but she doesn't really care anymore. Um, and anyway, so uh, they opened up with Shakedown Street uh, Monday night. And somebody said, isn't that a, like a, a Bobby Weir, John you know, Barlow song? And I'm like, whoa, not, e not, not even. Dude, dude, don't, don't do that. So cool. Uh, the other thing is, so they do three nights in Mountain View, right? It appears that they're not repeating any songs, even from the three nights from uh, Sacramento, which makes me think that they're getting themselves ready for the Madison Square Garden run of shows and the Boston Garden run of shows, which are long runs, like six nights uh, in each venue. The Dead played well at Madison Square Garden. They played well at the Garden in Boston. And uh, Bruce Hornsby's jamming. All right, let's get right back to it. What are we talking about? Thank you. 
Ha 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 
Try to tell us what to think. If the spirit's sleeping, then the flesh is in. Mistress Page will be needing our stone. Future's here. We are it.
not show you, but you drive me back.
sing a lullaby Beside the water Lovers come and go The river Broke Down Palace Encore. Gonna plant myself a weeping willow. Yeah, nice Broke Down Palace from 8-18-91. Our feature show this week. All that from Shoreline, the last night of a three-night run, 8-18-91. And uh, Bruce Hornsby with his... I want to call it a harmonium, but it's not a harmonium. It's a, um, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. But that thing that he uh, he puts over his neck and he plays. Before that, we heard a not fade away out of throwing stones, out of going down the road feeling bad, out of China doll, really striking China doll, space, drums, feel like a stranger, out of Mississippi half-step, and then we heard Samson and Delilah out of Deal. And I don't, I'm sorry about the problems, the tech glitches on Deal. I was really worried. I thought, oh no, this is a faulty CD or something. Uh, but uh, we stuck with it and it kind of worked out. And I think it's just that song. The Samson and Delilah was really raucous, really intense. Mississippi half-step seemed a little fast, seemed a little rushed, uh, and then Feel Like a Stranger was really uh, very strong and uh, high energy. Yeah, nice. And then after this show, um, they would get ready for their fall tour where they would start off in Richfield for three nights, Richfield, Ohio. 
then nine nights, nine shows at Madison Square Garden, and then I think six shows at the Boston Garden. It's interesting because it's a very similar uh, tour as it was from the year before when they started with uh, the new keyboard players. Well, I hope you liked that show. I did. And of the other shows from uh, Shoreline, I think this is the better night. You know, interesting set lists. Um, but, you know, one thing about any dead show, you can look at a set list and go, uh, or, oh, wow, look at that. Look at those tunes played together. That's really cool. But until you hear it and you listen to it, you don't know if it's good. And so, you know, even though it might be a fine wine from a very famous vineyard in France or whatever, uh, until you actually listen to the show, you don't know. if Because it's about how they play it. It's about the energy and it's about... Uh, you know, the execution. You know, I was thinking uh, Rick Griffin, and I was just doing a little, and he was 47 years old. And at some point, like I think I was reading in 1970, after having this incredible psychedelic experience in the 60s in San Francisco, he became a born-again Christian. And his artwork changed. Uh, he had a different theme going on still very kind of like you could see the cosmic artwork but uh, it was focused on something else yeah hey let's do some Jerry Garcia and uh, I just got this in the mail about a week ago it's one of the Garcia Live releases volume 9 August 11th 1974 again Jerry Garcia and Merle Sanders um it was one that I never got. I don't know. I just didn't think about it or it slipped my mind. But what's interesting about the lineup on this show is Billy Kreutzman, the drummer for the Grateful Dead, is with Jerry on these shows. Check it out.
just 18, proud and brave, but a Yankee in in his grave. I swear by the blood runs on my feet. You can't raise a king back up when he's We'll see you all later. The night they drove old Dixie down. Jerry and Merle from 8-11-1974 at the Keystone in Berkeley. And before the Dixie down, we heard I'm a Road Runner. Martin Fierro on the sax. He also did some flute. Uh, also, but uh, John Conn on bass. Merle Sanders, of course, on keyboards. And Billy Kay, Billy Kreutzmann. Doing some drums. Yeah, it's interesting. Good show. First time I've heard this. We've heard it together for the first time. That the dead in September of 1974 would go off to England and, and do some shows there. Uh, and then not too soon, like in October, the dead took a break. They kind of broke up. Who knew for how long or what was going to happen. But So there's Jerry Garcia in 1974. So there's a group of songs that we've been kind of following, at least I've been following. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. But the, these new songs that came out in February of 1971. And um, I like to keep returning to these songs. Uh, but I want to play some versions from 1981. Last week we featured 812-81. And uh, the dead here on... August 16, 1981, uh, end up at the University of Oregon in Eugene. And, of course, Ken Kesey and Babs uh, show up for the drums. But I thought we would play some of those new 71 songs right here on Shakedown Stream. Thank you. 
drinking that wine I can tell the queen of diamonds by the way she shines Come to daddy on an inside street when I've got no chance of losing this time
Thank you all. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in just a
It's all over now, Baby Blue. That's the encore for 81981, 1981, The Dead in Eugene, Oregon. Before that, we heard some drums with Ken Kesey and Babs and the Thunder Machine. A couple of merry pranksters hanging out with the boys uh, in Eugene, Oregon. Before that, we heard Deal and Loser. Two tunes from the February 71 set of songs. What's interesting about the It's All Over Now, Baby Blue, it's the second one uh, that they've played since they brought the song back. On August 14th, they played it, and they hadn't played it since uh, February of 1974. And after this, they would play it all the time. It would be a tune that would be... uh, a regular encore song, and you know, done very well. I, I love some of the lines in that song. The carpet beneath you is moving. Don't worry about the dead; they won't follow you. I always say, oh, that's kind of a bummer because we've been following them. You mean they wouldn't reciprocate? They wouldn't follow us? Ouch! That kind of hurts. But how many times when we were in that psychedelic state of mind and we'd go into a room and somebody would have one of those, you know, really cool Persian carpets and you're like, whoa, (laughs) oh no, I'm, whoa, it's moving, it's breathing, it's talking to me. Well, cool. Uh, This is the point on the stream where I'm going to say goodnight. See you later. I'll see you next week. I want to end this week's stream. Uh, I'm going to go back to August 17th, 1991, which would be officially 30 years ago. Grateful Dead. Here's Jerry Garcia on uh, on a treatment program. Driving his BMW down to the clinic. 
to get his dose. One thing about methadone, I, you know, this is the business I work in, but getting off of methadone is a is a bear. It is hard. It is really, it can be worse than getting off the opiates it's, itself. But it's very manageable and people don't die. There it is. So I don't, I don't even know why I went there, but um, I'm just very curious about this time with Garcia. One thing is, is Bruce Hornsby is really kicking it, really jamming it with the dead at this point. And this will probably go on. Uh, these fall 91 shows I'm really looking forward to, so that'll be something that we will get into next month. Meanwhile... See you later. Enjoy the rest of the summer. And I know things, you know, are moving quickly, but that's the deal, right? Um, but enjoy it. We have the fair here on the island. We'll see how that goes. But wear your mask, please. Do it for me. Right on.
walk you out in the morning dew. I guess it doesn't matter anyway. I guess it doesn't matter anyway.
Do it. 
Thank you. 